Welcome to Faithful Doubt. Today, we're going to talk about new heavens and a new earth. Hey guys, before we get into today's episode, just want to remind everyone, please like, follow, and subscribe to all of our socials. And the handles are Faithful Doubt on Facebook, TikTok, and YouTube. Instagram is a little different. It's faithful underscore doubt. Uh, and if you would like to submit a topic or a question that you want to see in an episode, or you just want to have a good discussion uh, on Facebook, go ahead and submit that to faithfuldoubtcg at gmail.com. Can't wait to hear what you have to say. So today, interesting question, uh, kind of a long question, actually. Uh, so we're going to walk through this, but the question is, if there is a new heaven and a new earth, does that mean there will still be separation between God and humanity? So thank you for the question. This comes out of uh, Revelation 21 verses 1 through 7, which I'll, I'll read here in a minute. But uh, this in Revelation 21, we read of a new heaven and a new earth uh, coming down from God one day. And the, the person that submitted this question is curious. So right now in real life, we are separated from God uh, by our sin. And until our relationship with God is fully restored, we're going to have that separation. Now, Jesus tore the veil when he died on the cross and, and, and rose from the tomb. We now have a way back for that relationship to be redeemed and restored with God, but things still aren't right, right? Like we still have suffering and um, pain and death in the world. So until Jesus returns, we are still separated from God. Now, I need to get into this real quick. What is death? Uh, death is the separation from God. So the eternal separation from God would be hell, and the eternal presence of God would be heaven. I know in our culture we have this idea of heaven as a f- place where we float up into the clouds and we can all play harps, and hell is a, a burning lake of fire, and I know where that comes from, but it is way more appropriate and helpful to think of heaven as the eternal presence of God. We will be with him for eternity. And hell is the eternal absence of God. He's not going to force you to spend eternity with him. So if you don't love God, if you don't want anything to do with him, he's not going to force you to do that. So you get what you want and you'll have eternal absence from him. Now, I'm going to read Revelation 21 verses 1 through 7 real quick. It says this. Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away. And there was no longer any sea. I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride beautifully dressed for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Look, God's dwelling place is now among the people, and he will dwell with them. They will be his people, and God himself will be with them and be their God. And he will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There will be no more death, mourning, crying, or pain for the old order of things has passed away. It's actually verses one through five. Sorry, I said one through seven. So we read that we are, that the new earth, new heaven is going to come down one day, the holy city, the new Jerusalem coming down out of heaven from God. So 
what why are why are we separated and when did that happen why are we separated from god we got to go all the way back to the book of genesis if you know your bible the very first book of the bible when we read about the garden and the creation of everything creation of the heavens and the earth god creates everything to be perfect he sees that it's good so he creates man find sees that uh adam being alone first man adam being alone is not good so he says, I want to give him a partner or um, someone to share in community and love with. And so he forms Eve, uh, Adam's bride. And now Adam and Eve can share in community and love like God does with the spirit and the son. God's only command is don't take from the fruit of the forbidden tree uh, of the knowledge of good and evil, which is in the middle of the garden. They can do whatever. I mean, they they have paradise. They will never go hungry. They're never going to die. Everything they could ever want is provided for them. They have, uh, you know, there's purpose, there's work, there's responsibility, there's pleasure, there's joy, there's rest. It's heaven. But that one command, uh, Eve is tempted by the serpent to take the fruit. And then she, uh, Adam is tempted by Eve to eat the fruit. And so Adam eats the fruit. When that happens, they have directly rejected God and his command. And because of that, that is the definition of sin and evil. And because of that, there must be a punishment because God is so good and so pure and holy and righteous that sin and evil just it won't exist in his presence. It can't be allowed to. Um, it's not in his character to allow it to exist because he's so good. So the punishment for that sin is. God exiles Adam and Eve from the garden, from heaven, and now they will die. They're no longer going to live forever. So that is the separation of humanity from God. And through Adam, um, sin enters into the world. All of creation is broken at that point. And now everyone ever since Adam and Eve has been born into a sinful, broken world. So we have a sinful nature but we also choose to sin um, in our own personal way. So that's the problem. We are now separated from God. But Jesus, who came 2,000 years ago, died on the cross. He lives a perfect life, a sinless life, and credits his righteousness to us. But he doesn't just credit his righteousness to us. He also takes on our hopelessness when he dies on the cross. So he he experiences the death where we deserve the eternal separation from God. He experiences that on the cross so that we don't have to. And when he rises from the dead, death is defeated and our relationship through Jesus Christ can be restored with God. So we get his righteousness and he takes our punishment. Uh that is the that is that is atonement. Um if you've heard that term, atonement, before. So Jesus provides us a way to get back to God and no longer be separated from him. In this passage that we just read, we see right away that just because there's a new heaven and new earth, that doesn't mean we're going to be separated from God still. What it's saying is, heaven is going to be a real, physical, material place we're not going to be floating in the clouds. We're not going to be playing harps. There's going to be an actual physical 
real material world that comes down from God. Now, we don't go up. It comes down to this earth. And this earth will pass away. We will have a new heaven and a new earth where, as Genesis 3 says, God walked in the garden in the cool of the day with Adam. We are going to walk with God. We are going to dwell with him. If you want that, if you want to be in his presence, if you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and confess uh, with your mouth um, and believe in uh, his life, death, and resurrection. That is the only requirement. It is a free gift given to you. you th- that is all you have to do is believe and confess uh, that Jesus is Lord. And this is the scandal of grace. Like there's nothing we did to deserve that. Jesus uh, does it for us because he loves us so much. And you may be thinking, if you're, if you're not a Christian, you may be thinking, this sounds, um, this sounds stupid, maybe. Uh, it sounds hokey. It sounds, uh, it even sounds maybe uh, wrong to you because how could God send his only son to die for us when he did nothing wrong? And if God is so loving, why can't he just snap his fingers and, um, you know, give us eternal life because he's so nice? And as I said, there's a reason, because it's not in God's character uh, to let sin get, you know, God loves justice, and justice is good. It's not, it is his uh, to take, and so there will be justice for all the wrongs that have been done one day. And the thing that we have to realize is everything that's wrong with creation in the world isn't just other people, it's actually me. And like, that's really hard to wrap our minds around. Like, I am the problem. I am part of the problem. Um, I am sinful. I have committed sin in my life, and I'm going to continue to sin until Jesus comes back. So I am part of the problem. And so I deserve, ju- you know, there should be some justice for what I've done wrong in my life. Not against just God, but against other people. I've uh, been mean to people. I've said hurtful things to people. Uh you know, we are all essentially liars and thieves and, and uh, adulterers, right? Um, maybe you've never heard that before. I don't know. But if yeah, we're all guilty of sin. And so there's, there is a punishment for that. And Jesus says, I'm going to take that for you so that you can know my father and spend eternity with him in heaven. So that was a lot. But it, the question remains. If there is a new heaven and a new earth, does that mean there will still be separation between God and humanity? Answer is no. There will not be a separation, as it says in verse uh, 3. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Look, God's dwelling place is now among the people, and he will dwell with them. They will be his people, and God himself will be with them and be their God. And there's not going to be any more death or mourning or suffering or tears or pain or sickness There's only going to be uh, responsibility, purpose, joy, rest, pleasure. I almost said there will only be work, and that's not what I meant. There's going to be all those things. Work's not bad. Work's good. Um, So God, heaven is not just going to be us singing hymns uh, or, uh, you know, just sitting in a cloud. Like, heaven is going to be this life, but infinitely better. Um, And... In our broken, fallen state as humans, that's hard to wrap our minds around, and we probably will never fully understand that. But we will be reunited with God one day, 
and we are going to walk in the cool of the day with him. And I can't wait for that. Now, if you have thoughts on this topic or questions based on what I've said, please, please, please email us, message us, go to Facebook, join the group and let me know. Love to hear what you have to say, what your thoughts are on this. And as always, I'll see you guys next time.